0: I don't recall if you're in the top 500, but you're definitely up there.
1: I'm number 69.
0: Okay, you're... Hey, <laughs> <wait>, really? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> Let's sneak down there somehow. Welcome to the Project T Lab, where we put the tips, tricks, and methods of getting stuff done to the test. I'm your host, Kyle. And I'm Mark. And today we're going to talk about a app we've been using for so long, we thought we already reviewed it. That is Readwise from the website readwise.io. But before we get to that, let's do our usual updates. What have you been up to, Mark? Uh, still nothing.
1: Um, <laughs> taking care of my class, uh, doing my copy editing course. And what else have I? Yeah, doing my copy editing course. I haven't done anything outside of editing for this show. Uh, For Mm -hmm. the last episode, of course, uh, doing editing and creating social media posts for that. And then I got a new mechanical keyboard. Uh, Um,
0: You're in the mechanical keyboard club?
1: Oh, yeah. (laughs) I've always have been. I've been using them exclusively. Well, I grew up with mechanical keyboards because they were, you know, on the old Apple machines. And then you had your old IBM uh, mechanical keyboard. And then when i went to laptop kind of ditched that and then everything mm. else has been like your standard rubber membrane keyboards mm. then let's see when i did a, P, a pc build back in i think maybe what 2005 oh my gosh that's <laughs> it feels like 2005 was just yesterday <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, my so gosh King elder's like yeah it is oh man uh, but yeah, back in 2005 when I did my PC build, I remember that because the uh, it was a specific Corsair mechanic, full mechanical keyboard. Uh, I got had gotten back until wow, at that oh. time um, between 2005 2007, and the I had bought purchased the Corsair mechanical keyboard and mouse. Now this is a f- full board. Uh, With the 10 key and it had uh, uh, programmable keys, which was great when you're playing World of Warcraft and you're and I was writing code back then. So you can program the keys and just, you know, hit a key and it auto executes whatever Mm -hmm. you you have and you can switch between the profiles. So it kind of multiplied how many things you can have set. So and those were cherry reds. If you know anything about mechanical keyboards,
0: nope, I don't know about mechanical keyboards.
1: <laughs> Those were the type of switches. There's different, uh, different ones. There's reds, browns, blacks, blues. <laughs> then there's lots of other manufacturers: pinks, greens. Mm-hmm. They're all different type of switches, which has a different feel, different sound to it when you're um, when you're using them. So uh, if you were going to get one for the office, you may want browns, which are a little bit quieter switches. Blues are much louder and clicky sounding. And then reds uh, have been typically what people go to uh, yeah. when they're doing gaming because you can it's much more sensitive uh, with the type okay right yeah, yeah. Um, so but to each their own, I know someone who's, Deep into the mechanical keyboard knowledge is probably screaming
0: uh, at their uh, <laughs> yeah, phone right now. That's a pretty strong fan base. I know uh, the host of Cortex, Mike Hurley. He loves mechanical keyboards. He even has his own Twitch channel where he does keyboard cu- uh, keyboard clubs, where it's just like him building and like reviewing mechanical keyboards for like an hour or two. Yeah, and it's like I I can never invest that much money or time into that culture. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's but, it's. Uh, <laughs>
0: he also hosts a podcast called The Pen Addict, which is uh, just about how pens and journals write. Yeah, and he he likes that kind of like I guess tactile craftsmanship that's in those areas. That's me.
1: I love <laughs> pens, and I listen to that podcast, and I love paper and how it feels. And you got to pair the right pen to the type of paper that you're using. Ah, oh, it feels so good. And then the keyboards feel so good. Uh, so, yeah, I've been using them for quite, uh, quite a while, and I have uh, quite a few. Um, the new board is the Keychron Q1, and I'm using, uh, uh, it's a hot swappable, uh, meaning I can put my own switches, uh, swap out the switches, but oh, yeah. um, I'm using the Gateron Brown uh, switches. And it, it just sounds so good and feels so good to type on. It's a really nice board. It's it's really nice. And I do have another one that's coming in in like a month oh. Oh, wow. uh, that I ordered. I need help. Help <laughs> me stop buying mechanical keyboards. But anyway, that, that's been new for me this week. Uh, I haven't really been working on any side projects, even though I kind of want to get back to hmm. that. So it's just mostly been... Uh, editing for TPL, my copy editing course, and then playing with my mechanical keyboard.
0: What about you, Kyle? Uh, yeah, so little uh, side note, the, the, I guess the chronological distance between the Kyle Bandboard review and the Readwise episode is a week, and so the usual two weeks, uh, because our schedule's got a little bit out of, out of sync for a bit. So it's only been a week since the last recording, and over the past week, though, uh, I've been working on my my Career of writing class, like uh, I've been taking for the past couple of months. There was a lot of assignments to this week, which was great for keeping me busy. But I also worked the election here in Austin or in Texas. It was uh, the first Tuesday in November happened, and I my my job luckily gives us the whole day off if we volunteer as a poll worker. So it's nice to get some PTO for that. So I took the day off worked about 14 hours at the polls. We had about 900 people show up throughout the entire day, which that was great for a local election. So it was only local stuff and state constitution stuff. And what I was doing, it was at kind of like a cross district area where some neighboring cities here in Austin uh, were having like city council elections, which I think made it more of a turnout that way. But, uh, yeah, it was great. It just kept me busy. Actually gave me inspiration for a story idea that I'm workshopping right now. But other than that, it's just been busy at work up until about Friday when I did my half day. And then I was planning some side projects on Friday and I did do a little bit, but I ended up just doing not that much. So uh, Instead, though, I put a lot of my energy towards finishing a book that I got. Uh, and my career writing class were encouraged to read read stories that are not our usual genre and so I finished reading a book that I thought was gonna take me longer to read but I I was getting into it and kind of was met at times I'm not gonna say the name of the book but anyways I've kind of read the book quickly because I wanted to get it out of my life to finish this assignment for class and then go on to the next book so it wasn't a bad book it wasn't a good book I'm happy I read it but I will not recommend it which is why not saying the name Oh uh, yeah. Overall, though, the uh, the past week has been a lot of reading, uh, some writing, and volunteering. And I, I love working the election. I will do it as long as I can. I'll probably even take PTO off if, it, if they get rid of this policy. Just great. It's called volunteering, but they do pay you per hour, so you're being compensated for your whole time there, which is nice. And yeah, it was one of those days where I was just so busy that I didn't realize that I haven't spoken this nonstop to people in years. Like people to walk up to the check-in counter, like we didn't have a line, but we were consistent. It was a weird thing. Like we had like the equilibrium of like how many people we could handle and how many people wanted to show up. It was very nice. By the end of the day, my throat was just like getting tired from like saying like, okay, can I see your ID? Okay, put your ID right here so I can scan it. Take your ID. Uh, Okay, let me flip over this tablet. Okay, verify that everything's correct. If it's correct, sign down here and then hit I accept. And then here's, let me print your ballot. Okay, your ballot's printed. Now take it to one of the voting machines. And when you're, when you're done with the voting machine, take it over to the ballot box to actually cast your ballots. And then you're good to go. So <laughs> like, yeah. over and over again, uh, just like the last two hours, I actually did a less social role there. Mm-hmm. But for most of the time there, I was just doing that. It's <laughs> just like, it's like, wow, I have not worked a cashier in forever. And this reminds me of a cashier job. <laughs> it's like, my throat is not, Not sued for this right now.
1: So, what some people do is take those like the throat, sore throat medicine. Oh, yeah, like those things, and they dissolve it in water and they drink the water
0: throughout the day. Um,
1: so it keeps it keeps your it keeps you from having a hoarse throat since you're speaking so much. So,
0: that's a great idea. I will need to keep that in mind next year, but I'll probably forget. (laughs) Yeah, but thank you for your
1: service and 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 doing that. I know that's a, a lot of work.
0: Uh, I would recommend to everybody. I'm a very uh, civically minded person, and I recommend everybody else to be the same way too. Even if it's a small election, your vote does matter. And actually, in small elections, your vote matters more than presidential elections. Absolutely. So if you want to make a difference, vote locally before you vote nationally. But even then, still vote nationally. I vote. I, we live in a Republican state. I don't, I don't normally uh, vote Republican, but I uh, I still vote in the in the, in the presidential elections. So. Uh, Just because what matters is that you're showing up, you're staying informed and you are, uh, support like what is, is a poll of what the, uh, what the community thinks is the best course of action to go through. And if only 5% of the community shows up making a decision for the rest of the community, it's not properly represented. So show up, even if you don't think your vote matters, it matters even more when it's an off year doing these uh, propositions for your city. Local yeah.
1: elections, they, they mean, people win or lose by one or two votes in yep. local elections. Like, they're very important, extremely. Yeah. There was and a they runoff, impact you more. A,
0: yeah, there was a runoff election for a city council member I worked last year. And uh, because there's a runoff election, nobody knew what was happening and nobody showed up. And he lost, although, like, 5% of people in, in his district showed up. yeah, And he could have, he maybe could have won, but... That's not how it works. You just, I know we gotta take time out of your day, but uh, the election centers open from seven AM to seven PM by law. So And there's you, lots of early voting too. So yeah, there's also early voting too here in Texas. Yeah. So. Yeah. Anyway, anyways, okay, that's enough yeah, of the I know, service I'm very passionate about I'm very passionate <laughs> about civics and locally minded stuff. I work for the city after all, so <laughs> <laughs> anyways. While I was there during my downtime, I was reading a lot and I would, uh, I've would. i been highlighting a lot of things so I could review them later in an app that we're about to review today called Readwise. And this is something I discovered, I think, through you, Mark. If it wasn't through you, it was through the podcast Focused, which they talk about Readwise a lot, too. But I think I discovered it through you. So, Mark, can you tell me about Readwise, uh, what you know about its history, and uh, what your history with the app is? Readwise is an app and service that
1: enables readers to collect their highlights through various uh, integrations that they build, such as uh, Kindle, Pocket, uh, iBooks. Um, Then you can also manually import them. It uses OCR technology. So if you're reading a physical book, you can use the app to take a picture of a page and highlight the specific text that you want to highlight and save that. You can manually import them or manually enter, enter them via the website or app. Uh, Directly or import them in a multitude of ways. So uh, it's a great way to save your highlights across varying sources. Mm -hmm. And like I said, they have so many different integrations with different web clipping tools. There's even um, a podcast tool in which you can. Oh, wait, uh, really? Yeah, um, I wasn't aware of that. So it's it's not theirs, but it's it's okay. called uh, Airy or Air Podcast or something like that. And in that podcast, you can uh, save a selection of time. It transcribes that, and you can share that to Readwise, so you can still pull uh, things out via that way. So I've been using Readwise. I don't know how long now. I guess it's been a few years. I think that I've been using them, and. I'm not sure how I came across Readwise, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. um, I don't recall how I came across it. Uh, I Before, I think I may have, I can guess that I may have been looking for a highlighting service. Because I was, previously I would read books or articles or come across something. And I would just write it on a sticky note. And so I had sticky notes everywhere. Like all on my desk, everywhere. Um, and I was looking for a service that allowed me to kind of, uh, save highlights a little bit better, uh, to export that. And I come across Readwise. Now I don't have their current names. I think it's a Dan and Tristan. Um, I mean, <laughs> say that really they both run the company, um, at Readwise and they don't take any money. It's self-funded.
0: Yeah. I feel like it's just the two of them and I know that they don't take any money. Okay. Yeah. That's
1: yeah, they have a blog post. Uh, I'll try to find it and link to it as to why they don't take any money. Uh, their reasoning. So they should, they've written a blog post about uh, about that and being uh, self funded. So uh, yeah, I think it's just them. I think they may uh, have been hiring for like a social media person. I don't know if there's anyone else uh, on the team outside of them too uh, that's working on the product and the service. So that's kind of vague in how I came across it because I really don't know, but I've been using it since and um, it's been kind of an integral part of my reading and highlighting uh, experience and with all the integrations that it has and allowing me to capture all these highlights and everything. So uh, yeah, that's a little bit about what I know about them off the top of my head. And I did not write like when it was founded or anything yeah, like that. Yeah, I'm looking t- at their blog t- right t-
0: now. I can't see anything specifically either. But there's probably some interview with them somewhere. But we did not <laughs> do the research for that for this part. Yeah. yeah.
1: So, I mean, with that, you would think, like you said at the top of the show, given how much we've talked about this and how much I've talked about th- this app, you would have thought that we've done a review on this before, but we have not. Um, it just seems to be one of those things that's uh, at least core in my uh, workflow.
0: Yeah. Uh, the thing, let's say, I guess, with my history of Readwise is I don't know where I found it, but I could probably get to my YNAB history to see when I bought the subscription. <laughs> uh I find Readwise as a useful tool for you know, like what things I want to talk about in the show. I think that was the main mover for getting Readwise is that it's easier to search my notes while we're talking about things, and I could start things that I think we should talk about, and tag things with the my notes saying TPL, and I just search Control F TPL. It's like this is thing I want to talk about in the show. Yeah, uh, the thing that I think that is like the I guess not really the big draw with Readwise, but the thing that keeps people like going with it, other than it being a very useful research tool. Is the daily review, which is something that we talk about on the show too, which is I think in essence a real thing that we're testing this week since it's like a daily habit, which is uh, every morning you could set Readwise to send you, I think between like five to fifteen random quotes from things you've read before in the past. Uh, I think that's what it is, and plus like one bonus one bonus uh, quote too from a different book you haven't read before, and. The idea behind it is to kind of refresh you on these ideas that were that were important to you at the time when you highlighted something, and you go through and be like, "Oh yeah, I forgot about that," or like, "Okay, well, I don't agree with that notion anymore, but that's still a part of my past." And uh, Readwise, saying that I know you like to do, they log streaks for how often you check these things, and. I do not do streaks. I know you have very consistent streaks. I don't know if you've broken it, but we talked about the leaderboards before. There's a leaderboard, everybody. There's a leaderboard for this. And on the leaderboard, uh, I think you were at least in the top 1,000, uh, which I don't recall if you're in the top 500, but you're definitely up there. I'm
1: number 69.
0: Okay. You're. Hey, <laughs> <wait>, really? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's nice. <laughs> sneak down there somehow. <laughs> wow, all right. Well, you're in the top 100. <laughs> wow.
1: No, it's seriously, like I'm number 69. Wow. Um, as of today, when looking at it. So I'm tied with one
0: other person. Um, wow, you are a power user. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Uh, <laughs> I don't know where to begin with that. Like that I, I knew you did it a lot because like I remember uh, during the winter freeze, you even were like, I made sure I did my read every day as I was <laughs> sitting in my car warming up. <laughs>
1: exactly exactly so um yeah that's been a great thing about using that feature yeah so you can customize the minimum threshold of how many reviews you get um and or the maximum number and it like you mentioned it includes a complimentary one
0: Mm -hmm. which is fun i think to see those yeah,
1: yeah. And then you can decide, like, with each of the review, if you've, uh, you can favorite it, if you mm. really loved it, um, you can, uh, depending if you have the, uh, we'll get to it later, uh, the pl- current plan, oh, right. if you're and on the a proper plan, yeah. then you can add tags or notes to it. Um, or you can say, discard this, hot, this particular highlight. Or you can even discard the book itself or the article or whatever source yeah, yeah. Uh, that that highlight is from. And it does also allow you, if you missed a day or something, you can do, uh, you can recover. Okay, uh, I
0: guess I don't recall that.
1: Yeah, you can recover a highlight. Uh, so when you're looking at your Streak dashboard, it shows uh, all the days that you completed a and uh completed a review and i think it's highlighted orange on the days that you can recover so you can go through and review those highlights and complete them so i don't know how far back it goes i do know that i cannot go back to what may 8th in 2020 to recover that day um, <laughs> or else i'll be higher on the list yeah there, there were some days that i missed back then but I've been on a continual streak uh for for with Rewise uh since I think what May ninth? Yeah, May 9th, 2020. Uh 546 days. So hmm. wow. uh that's yeah. so crazy. And I just refreshed and I dropped to 70. So someone oh, completed wow. okay. their yeah, someone completed their highlight. Darn you. Uh so <laughs> Live, I dropped uh, one spot. So, yeah, and it gives you, a you know, kind of a heat map on highlights uh, to show you a particular week or period uh, in like a deep orange color where mm-hmm. you had created new uh, highlights, a lot of new mm-hmm. highlights. And then up to a light blue or sky blue where you had fewer highlights. Mm-hmm. And, of course, you see the most highlighted books for each month. Uh, as well as the number of highlights you've created all time or uh, that you created within the last year. Uh-huh. So lots of uh, little data for you if you want to review that. I like looking at that. I like reviewing the highlights and then continuing tweaking uh-huh. uh, things that I see or adding additional notes as it comes across or seeing the notes that I put in as to why I highlighted something. But, yeah, that's, that's one thing I make sure that I do. Every single morning is review my highlights and uh, take my day from there.
0: Yeah, I I try to, but I kind of get annoyed to the app kind of pestering me to review. Although I just, I set that myself, I'm <laughs> like, no, I don't want to read you right now. <laughs> so I usually wait till the later in the day to do review my highlights, which is designed to do in the morning. So we like go into the go into the day with like these thoughts uh, from what you saw.
1: Yeah, you should yeah. be able to change the time actually on your. Read-wise. Oh, really? Okay, I think mine's
0: yeah. set for nine a.m. Yeah. Uh, one thing that Readwise does that I started using lately, or just started doing recently, is you could uh, save tweets. So there's like mm-hmm. a certain Twitter thing that you see, and I only have four tweets I've saved, but I'm trying to use that more. I'm like, oh yeah, it's like it's hard to like go back and like find tweets that you really liked. Oh yeah. So uh, using uh, the tweet saving function has been really good. I think.
1: Yeah, you can save tweet and you can save the tweet thread entire thread if someone created. Oh,
0: I didn't do the thread. Okay, yeah, I forgot to do that then.
1: I think it's just save thread. So you so you respond to the tweet or the the first one in the series and you do at Readwise. I think it's reedwiseio is the Twitter handle, Mm. and you just do at Mm reedwiseio and save thread, and it'll save that entire thread and Um, import it into the app for you.
0: All right. I need to use that feature more often since so send some good threads. So I just mm-hmm. usually save like the top tweet on it and then I could go back to it later. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's <laughs> that, yeah, that's a great feature. My, I'm looking through my few saved tweets right now. And uh yeah. They're great. <laughs> 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 this is this tweet I saved. There was a I think it's a thread that I saw. I was like and you mind my make saying Lynchy on like uh saying somewhere to like David Lynch, the director's style. There's two tweets I saved that that were great. Uh, this is from Jess Briz, Brizigs? Jess Brizigs. They say, people think that lynchian is surreal or artsy, but sometimes it's just a weird guy yelling really loud. <laughs> and I think this is the one that like, captures it perfectly. I like weird uh, lynchian stuff. But I think this one captures it perfectly, which is the best definition of lynchian that I know is a situation that is both totally, uh, totally anonymous and totally hilarious at the same time which I think is perfect for if you've ever seen Twin Peaks season three, it's a uh, very on point for that. Anyways, anyways, I just link to those <laughs> tweets. Those are funny. It's like, oh yeah, that's right. I say that's for those memories. It makes it great. Yeah. I need to do the save thread uh, for future. So you just do at readwise IO save thread, mm-hmm. two words or one word, uh, two. two words. Okay. Yeah. All right. Keep them in mind. <laughs> I think uh, since we covered the features in our history, we should go to the pricing. Since this is a paid subscription, there are I think there's there's a Readwise a Readwise Light is I think the plan yeah. I have. So uh, there's yeah, there's yeah, two
1: pricing plans. Yeah,
0: there this is this not a free system uh, like you said. They're self funded, and so they need uh, support from their users. There's Readwise Light, which is four forty nine a month, or I just did the math, fifty nine eighty eight per year before tax, and that comes with the uh, daily readwise email and app uh, notification. So that's basically what we're talking about the review that you get each morning. Uh, easy browse and search your entire highlight library, and sync new highlights from all sources. That's the plan I'm paying for, and that's kind of what I need it for is just to uh, kind of make it very searchable and something to refresh my brain. Mm-hmm. But the Main, the main plan, which is called Readwise, which is at seven ninety nine, uh, billed annually at ninety five eighty eight per year before tax. They have the additional features of organizing your highlights with tags and notes, they export mm-hmm. your highlights to Evernote and Notion, Broadcast, mastery, and much more. Which is actually a feature we didn't talk about. Uh, mastery is like a way to like help memorize things. You could do basically flashcard memorization. Exactly. Uh, and. Uh, I guess broadcast as you'd share your best highlights with friends and coworkers, very pre email. Mm-hmm. And then you also get uh, early access to beta features and lock in low price. I'm going to say this right now. I think, let me see. Let me try something here really quickly. Okay. I thought that they, for some reason I could sync to Notion, but I never paid for that plan. So I was like, maybe they actually gave me uh, the good plan, but uh, I think that's the only feature I have. I can't seem to uh, do any tagging it looks like. But uh, those are the two plans. I pay for the lighter version. I think you pay for the less light version. Yes, because I use tags and notes extensively. Yeah, okay. What do you see? How does that help you, I guess?
1: Well, if it's... uh, So tags, I like to... um, um, So I also... Not only do I use Rewise for that, I do also write quotes on... um, uh, Zettelkasten for my uh, index cards. Mm-hmm. So I do write quotes on there if I'm manually reading something. So I That's do right. scan it back into ReadWise.
0: We mentioned this in the Zettelkasten episode how you use yeah. like your own personal book that you put your own personal quotes and that it'll throw up. It. Yeah. Exactly.
1: So I have my own personal book in ReadWise. So if I have a story idea, I s- scan that and store that into ReadWise. So with, with my index cards on notes and things that I take, I do tag them. So I write that if this is related to family, productivity, uh, or if this is related to prose. Um, so I, I can look up examples of prose that I really loved. Um, if this is related to finances or whatever the idea is of that quote, I like to tag it uh, so that I have that. And uh, sometimes if I'm doing inner research or maybe um, sometimes in the past, I've written uh, blogs or articles on writing. So Mm -hmm. I would look at Readwise on my writing tag and see what, what quotes or things that I save regarding writing. And I would use those in my work. Also with the notes, especially if it's a longer quote or something like that, I like to provide additional context uh, outside of that quote, even though the quote or piece that I highlighted may be self-evident. I do like to write my thoughts or what I'm thinking about when I highlighted that particular uh, Mm. uh, text, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Here's why I'm doing this, and it reminds me of this, or I like this because of this particular character interaction, Mm -hmm. or this person made a salient point, and it reminds me of... Uh, this particular other quotes from a particular author on the idea of reading, right? How reading impacts a particular user or, or that particular character's life, right? So I like to write things on that because then if I, that comes up for review again, I can look at that quote and say, oh, this this is connected to this. Let me also go look at that. Or, yeah. you know, it kind of builds a web for me So yeah having yeah. the tags and the notes are for me essential, uh, because I use them so much when taking notes on the web and okay. in books.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. I don't know if it's worth the extra work for or the extra money for me to justify that, but I could see that, especially if like I Readwise is really good for, if like, say you're a writer of sorts, like you're a professional writer, this is definitely worth it to have the extra, uh, fee to have the, uh, full version of readwise i think uh, or if you just take like in your sense like you take it very seriously for all this and so you pay extra for it i personally am too cheap to do that but for some reason it synced with notion synced with notion for a while so i don't know whether that was a weird glitch or not but they do free syncing with it they do free syncing with obsidian no matter what plan you're on right now so i'm using that right now for uh my Obsidian yeah. stuff yeah, um, it's a service I like, so
1: I, for me, um, I have no issues.
0: That's how I feel about apps like You Need a Budget or Wine App for Shorts. That app isn't super important to my life. and our favorite apps of all time episode from a while back, I gave it my number one despite it not being technically a productivity app. It was, it's was. it been very useful for making decisions for everything in my life. And uh, they just had a price change, but I. they've changed my life so much that I can't see myself without it. And so I will gladly pay the additional cost to the new YNAB. Uh, but yeah, uh, essential apps should be treated with, uh, with some additional fees, I guess. Or right, like additional support. Like Exist, that we talked about as well. Exist is saying that I could buy the annual subscription if I want to. But I purposely pay month to month because it's is a team of two people. And it's slightly more expensive. But I'm like, you guys deserve all the money. So I'm going to give you guys the more expensive plan just because I want, you, I want to keep this app going. Mm-hmm. So I think this goes down to our final thoughts. Uh, do you want to go first, Mark?
1: Uh, yeah, I think it's pretty evident, uh, my thoughts on this particular uh, tool. So you can, not only is it the app available on iPhone and Android, because uh, I used it on both before I switched from Android to iPhone, uh, you can also, like I said, you get the reviews You can complete the reviews uh, that you get via email, or you can complete it via their website online Hmm. as well. Uh, So, it's, I, you know, I love it if you're a big reader and you take highlights and you do a lot of research. This may be something for you. So, you can definitely give their free trial a try to see if it's something that you like. I do. It introduced me to other web clipping tools that I can use to. You know, hypothesis is one. So if I'm reading Mm -hmm. articles, I can highlight text and synchronize that. If I'm reading on my phone, I can highlight text and share it specifically Mm -hmm. to the app. So it's a great way for me to capture those particular highlights. Uh, Even when physically reading, if I write something on index cards, I do, you know, keep them in a particular place so I can Mm -hmm. scan them back into the application and have a digital version of that. Um, they do have a new tool that's coming out, just called Reader. Re- oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, we Reader. did this before.
0: We've been talking about Readwise in every episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so if you've
1: been listening, you've you've heard me geek out about it. You know, uh, a new tool that they're using that allows you to import and select quotes and things of that nature from. Articles, so I can't wait to get actually get access to that. But yeah, if you're if you're a big reader and you do highlights and you like to research and tag and add notes and context and things of that nature, there's lots of. Uh, if you pay for the plan, the standard plan, there's lots of exporting features. Or if you use Obsidian, mm-hmm. I think that's free, like I'll said. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's lots of tools that you can export it out to, methods uh, to other things. I export out to Notion. So I keep that integrated with my uh, Bookshelf that I have, and you know, all around, I think it's great, fantastic. Mm. It's it's kind of revolutionized my own personal workflow system, agreed. And how I read and and work and how I prepare for book reviews or or this episode or other uh, writing projects. I love it. I give it a six out of Whoa, uh, five. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think we've talked about this thing, or I have, like every single episode for the past, what, two years that we've been doing this podcast. So, yeah, I think I kind of love it. I can go on and on and on. Um, I did write an article on uh, how I use ReWise. I may need to re-update that. I'll include it in the link in the show notes below so you can see a little bit of how I use that. But, uh, yeah, six out of five for me. Kyle, what about oh, you? I mean, the
0: first, <laughs> like... Like sincere six out of five we've had it in the show. All right, well, wow, this makes it. I <laughs> just am blown away. <laughs> okay, well, for me, I like to use it for uh, reviewing things I've found before. It's changed the way how I how I highlight books. Like I now highlight a lot more than I used to, and I highlight bigger chunks than I used to. I used to I used to, I used to like, highlight like a sentence or two that that was really good, but now I like to highlight the entire paragraph around it to give more context. And it's changed how I highlight that. And so I think it's actually made me a better reader in that sense. Because I could like see like how, this cool, like how this good line or this good fact like fits into the context. I do not really use the daily review. I, I think the streaks actually make it a little bit harder for me to use. Because I'm like, oh no, I'm going to break a streak again. And I just stop caring. I think that if there, was like a, if there was a way to turn it off, I'd do it. But I don't think that, I don't think that there is. But I think that, that that feature is great if you like to use it. I don't like to use it. But I'm going to give it a 4 out of 5 to balance this out a 5 out of 5. <laughs> no, I would give it my original plan as 4 or 5 anyways. So I was expecting it to be you giving a 5 and me giving it a 4. But on average, <laughs> our scores are a 5.
1: Fantastic. Uh,
0: okay, believe it or not, the end of the year is coming up. And on our next episode, uh, we're going to talk about something that we kind of also dance around in the show, which is how we plan, which is... From weekly planning or from daily planning to weekly planning to monthly planning to yearly planning and beyond. We're going to talk about that, how we plan. Of course, it's an ever-changing thing. Like my, my, my daily plans have changed throughout the years. My weekly planning has changed. My monthly planning has been kind of consistent. My yearly planning is basically different every single year. So we're going to talk about how we plan just to kind of give some inspiration for the upcoming year, 2022. Believe it or not, it's going to be here soon. Especially with our recording schedule. We're going to be recording the episode on 11 20. That's going to come out on 12 13. And then if you want to join along after that, we'll be doing a review of Deep Work. So we're going to give you all a month's uh, preparation to read Deep Work by Cal Newport. That episode is scheduled to date, uh, scheduled to be released on two days after Christmas, 12 27. And uh, you could read along with us and you can know how to. Plan and work deeply into the next year. Uh, in the meantime, though, you could follow us, the Productivity Lab, on Twitter and Instagram at Productive Lab. That is at Productive Lab because Productivity Lab was taken on both platforms, unfortunately. You also f- check out all of our past episodes on the Productivity or, or TPL wow, Shorts <laughs> <laughs> or TPL or TPL for Shorts. You also follow me on Twitter and Instagram at KyleSQ9, where the Q9 is short for my personal blog at Quadrant9.net, where I publish once every two to three months. But you can read my fiction writing, where I publish a little bit more frequently, over at JonathanKWeb.com. Where can people find you, Mark?
1: You can find me and on Instagram and Twitter at AskMarkio. You can find my writing, uh, which I also don't uh, <laughs> don't publish as much, even though I am or have been writing and tweaking. Uh, so I have a few things in draft, but uh, that's on my blog at askmark.io. And that is it. Until next time, stay productive.
0: I feel like YNAB which has just had another price change excuse my dogs they see a dog outside they're not happy about